Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Ecotap. On today's episode, we're going to talk about how to properly inspect a used item. The reason why it's important that you actually inspect these things is because if you don't inspect them, any number of things can actually be wrong with them. With tech products, because they're so complicated in the way that they work, it's a lot easier sometimes to actually hide the flaws. So today, we're going to go over the proper way to inspect your used item so that you can actually avoid discovering some hidden flaw down the road somewhere. All right, so one of the first things that I have on here is once you actually have your used item in your possession, so the very first thing that you're gonna wanna do is you're gonna wanna look around the entire unit. You're looking for cosmetic flaws that were not mentioned to you beforehand. What you're looking for is to make sure that it's exactly as described cosmetically. And this is why you wanna take a tour around the unit just to make sure that things are exactly the way that they were stated. So the next thing that you're gonna wanna do is press the power button. So given that the power button actually works, you've pressed it and your device comes on, the next thing you'll do is to test all the buttons and the ports. The buttons and the ports on your device are a huge part of its functionality. So you're gonna wanna make sure that these actually work properly. You wanna make sure that you're pushing everything and everything responds to its function. So when you press the volume up, the volume should go up, it shouldn't go down. When you press the volume down, you get my point here. So essentially just test all the buttons, make sure everything is clickable, make sure everything is working properly or working how stated. Sometimes, and this is sometimes, you do buy a used item and the seller has clearly outlined that something does not work properly. At least they told you about this so that you are very aware of what you're actually getting. It's very important that when you're buying a used item that you're very informed of every single aspect of that item. The reason why is because with technology, having one problem could mean that you have lots of problems down the road. A really good way to test your ports would be to use a USB that has maybe a light on it or something where you can actually tell that it's responding. So now that we've tested the buttons and we've tested the ports on your actual tech device, the next thing we're gonna do is we're gonna test the sound audio, we're gonna test the microphone and the front and the rear camera. So the best way to test your sound is obviously just to play some sort of audio file or go on the internet and play some sort of video uh, find some way to play sound through your actual device. So we're testing to see if the sound output actually works so that you can hear things coming from your device. Now you wanna move on to your microphone. The best way to do this if it's a phone is just to place a call. If you can't make a call through it, press the record button. Figure out what you need to do in order to test the microphone on this thing. If it has a microphone, then there's some way or some function that will allow input. And then the very last thing when it comes to this is the front and the rear cameras. In most cases, these are very easy to test. If you don't see a way to access the back or the front camera, there's usually some kind of app that you can download so that you can efficiently test these things just to make sure that they actually work. What you're looking for here is you're looking for just a decent clarity of picture. You're making sure that you can actually take pictures, record things, or whatever the function is supposed to be. So the next thing we'll do is we'll move on to your settings. On Macs, it's very easy. You can just go to the little search bar and you can type in settings or you can type in about this Mac. On PCs, you can go to about this PC. What you're looking for here is you're looking to make sure that the specs 
actually match what was being sold to you. In most cases, people are very honest about what they're actually trying to sell, but it's still very important that you actually make sure that this is what they said it is. There are some people out there that sell devices that are not very aware of technology, and so sometimes they might say that, oh, this is this item, and that this is the specs, and that, because they just looked it up online or something. You just want to go in and make sure that that's actually the case, because sometimes, in very rare cases, it is not the case. You're also doing this so that you can look out for the people who are trying to get over on you and trying to just sell you anything. So you just want to make sure that everything is matching and everything looks right. Another really big reason that this is important as well is for your warranty purposes, warranty and insurance purposes. If you have a receipt in the form of a listing, invoice, or whatever, it's very important that your device actually matches these things. So model numbers of your devices and serial numbers of your devices, they must match the invoice. The next thing that we're gonna move on to is testing your battery life. So one of the easiest ways to test out your battery life is just to use your device as though you normally would anyway. Charge it up to 100% and use the device like you normally would. Put it through everything that you'd normally use it and put it through. I would have to say that testing your battery is really important. Some people, when they repair these products, that are pre-owned use third-party batteries. Sometimes these third-party batteries can't actually hold up to the stresses of everyday normal use. You need to make sure that not only does this work, you need to make sure that it works in your everyday life. If you need to put your device in the freezer in order to put it through this test, this specific test that I'm talking about, I would say do it. You're not damaging the device. Think about it this way. If you live in a state that naturally gets cold, then this isn't something that's out of the ordinary that this device won't be exposed to. So you might as well put it through this test now in order to figure out if it's actually a good battery. Many people sell devices and they don't specify that they've actually fixed the battery or that they've actually put in a third-party battery. If they say they fixed it, well, then you need to know how they fixed it. You can ask questions about these things. So the battery is something that you're definitely going to want to test and you're gonna to wanna to stress test this one because if it can't hold up, send it back. The next thing is to test the screen. Look around the screen, make sure that the screen is exactly the way it was said to be. You're looking for cracks, you're looking for scratches, you're looking for dead pixels. You're looking for anything that's off from what it's supposed to be. Now, of course, if these things are mentioned to you beforehand, confirm this. This person said there's a scratch right here, so I'm just gonna confirm the scratches right there. If it's not, great. But if it is, okay, I was told about this. But if there's like chips and dents and cracks and all kinds of things that you weren't told about, this is a problem. Examine the screen, look for imperfections that were not mentioned. Just make sure everything is the way it should be. All right, and so the last thing that I want you to test is I want you to test all of your accessories. While your accessories are not the device itself, if you've bought some sort of used piece of technology and the person said that it came with accessories, well, your accessories need to work as well. If they said that these accessories don't work, that's perfectly fine. Right, so you're expecting an accessory that doesn't work, but you're getting it anyway. If they've given you an accessory and they haven't stated anything about it, then you can just assume that this accessory works. Now let's get to the list, right? So say you've inspected your entire item, you've gone through every step that I just told you about, and you have some things on your list. If the problems that you discover were not mentioned 
in the listing, then you have a few options here. One of the options is you can reach out to the seller and you can talk to them about it, right? You can simply say that, hey, these weren't mentioned, and then you can get their response and see how you feel about that. The reason I say that is because you have all sorts of sellers in the world and you really want to get an understanding of the person that you're dealing with. And then the second step from this list of things that may be minor or major, you can actually request either a partial refund or a full refund. With a full refund, expect to return the item because nothing in this world is free. So I'm not saying keep the item and request a refund. I'm saying that when you request a full refund, be prepared to ship that item back to them because you should not want that item anymore if you're requesting a full refund. Now, if you're requesting a partial refund, essentially what you're doing is you're saying, okay, I can tolerate these things that I've discovered and I can forgive you for this, but only if you can compensate me just a little bit, this will be a lot more bearable for me to deal with. Now, you have to remember that usually when things come in the used category, there are certain things that you should expect, but when it comes to any major damage, these are things that should be mentioned. Dead pixels are definitely one of those things. When you have like a crack that's clearly noticeable, it should be noted. Like this is something that you need to know about beforehand. If a port doesn't work, you need to know about this beforehand because these are not just minor things. It will change the way that you utilize that device. You will always notice that dead pixel most times, right? Or you'll always notice that you can't use a port on your screen or you might always notice a crack in your screen. So sometimes you can work out a deal where you can get partially compensated. And I say that this is a really good route to go if you like the device. If you like the device and you feel that it's bearable, but you feel that maybe they should have mentioned it, then you can say, okay, if you partially refund me, maybe like 20 bucks, I'm good to go. That's perfectly fine. Otherwise, you can just have this item and then I'll just go buy something somewhere else. So if you go down this checklist and you make sure all of these things are in place or you go over all these things during your inspection, essentially you can relieve yourself of a lot of stress that you might have otherwise had later on down the road. All right, so that has been another episode of Ecotech. Remember to fully inspect your used devices. Don't just take their word for it. Don't just assume everything's okay. Fully inspect your device. My name is Harry T. I'll see you guys in the next one.